Hey America, welcome to another episode of Inside the Huddle and Huddle Pass. I'm your host, John Knight, and today I have joining me from University of Michigan, Jamie Morris, and from Penn State, Quintus McDonald. Jamie, say what's up to America. What's up, America? What's going on, Quintus? Everybody, we hey, it's a go blue day, baby. Glow blue day. Hey, hey good morning. Good morning, Jamie. Um, good morning, America, even. Uh, and it certainly is a go blue day. That's Penn State blue, I mind you. <laughs> hey, today we're going to be talking about Penn State and Michigan this Saturday, high noon in Happy Valley. Michigan comes in 8-2 and two with a chance to, to get a piece of the Big Ten East title and maybe play for the Big Ten championship. Penn State can play the spoiler. They are 7-3. If they win out, they could possibly also get a piece of that, that Big Ten East title. And the game is, once again, 12 noon on ABC. So I'm going to start with you, Jamie. You're the road team. You're the guest. What's the state of the Michigan program right now? You guys are 8-2, and two, worlds above where you guys were last year. The new regime has you guys rocking and rolling. So what's the state of the program? You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. program can, cannot be any higher. Uh, we're feeling good about ourselves. I mean, we, we escaped one last week against Indiana, a fine offensive team, played a great game in, in Bloomington, Indiana. But the program can't be any higher. Jim Harbaugh's come in here and infused what, what we call old, tradition, old traditional values here. We're going to run the ball, play defense, and we're going to run the ball again. But we can throw it if you make us do it. So we're ready to go. Now, a question I also have for you with the state of the program, looking at – also, give me some injury updates. I know Michigan's had been banged up a little bit on that, uh, on that defensive line as well. But what's the health of the team right now going into these last two big games of the season? Well, as you know, we've gone through 10 games. We've got bumps and bruises, and we're going to have them. But the one, the one linchpin that we lost a couple weeks ago uh, was Ryan Glasgow. And uh, he was our defensive lineman. And he was the big guy that could, that could clog up maybe two, three guys on, the, on that offensive line. But losing him... We're going to have to do some yeoman work. We're going to have to make some guys that have been third, fourth team players that are going to have to step up. And, uh, you know, our linebackers are going to have to flow and keep those big guys off of them, and they're going to have to make tackles. I mean, they're, they're actually, they're just going to have to make tackles. And we're going to have to have Taco, Taco Charles step up. He's going to have to do some things that he, he's not used to doing. So, you know, we're, hey, when one Michigan man goes down, the one that takes his place plays 100% better than he did. All right, Quintus, Penn State 73 this year. I know you guys are hoping for maybe 91, 8 and 2 at this point in time, but what's the state of the program at Penn State? You guys have once again bowl eligible and another successful season. Well, being bowl eligible is, is a great piece um, for the children, for the kids that play the game. Um, being big bowl eligible at, at, you know, 9 and 1, 8 and 2. Um, going into the final two games of the season is a university piece. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. The state of the program is such that the, the, the morale and the, the level of excitement is tremendous within the team. There's so many fans that were um, Joe Paterno fans, not so much fans of Penn State football. Um, 
And Coach Franklin's had to manage all of those different things. So uh, this man, any head coach, is the CEO of that of that program. Um, this man came into a position where he, he had to manage some off-the-field things that, um, you know, typically uh, a new coach will have, but not as strong. You're talking about a, a legacy that you're battling against. And uh, to have some, some issues early on and to, to lose close games, um, there's a lot of talk in the, in the, in the seats and, and around the program that I feel, is, frankly, is, has been detrimental to the program. But I tell you what, inside the huddle, if you will, that, that family of everyone that's wearing Penn State blue, it couldn't be stronger. Absolutely could not be stronger. These guys are excited. Can't wait to take the field on Saturday. Uh, as you put it, high noon. I mean, this is going to be a showdown, plain and simple. You know, the last two games that we've played against Michigan have come down to the very end. You know, a triple overtime victory uh, in Beaver Stadium two years ago. You know, um, an unfortunate loss in Michigan and Ann Arbor last year. So we're excited uh, to, to, you know, to, to have them welcome them into our home and then just hit them in the mouth. And looking at Michigan's offense and, and their productivity, you know, it's going to be a showdown. Their, their running productivity is top-notch. There's no doubt about it. Our run defense has been solid. We showed some chinks a couple of weeks ago, and having the bye week given us an opportunity to stir up those things, to get some players who were dinged up, um, get them some rest, much-needed rest, and, and that, that being in the training room multiple times versus being on the practice field and putting in all of that time it's, it's gotten us some, some much-needed rest and gotten us healthy in places that we needed it. So it's going to be an exciting, exciting day. All right, let's, let's get down to the X's and O's of this game and, and break down these, these battles within, within the game. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. What's up, college football fans? This is Mike Golick, Jr., former Notre Dame offensive lineman and co-host of the Power 5 podcast. Join us on the Power Five this season as we analyze the hottest topics from each of the Power Five conferences. With one member from the ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the SEC on every episode. Stay in the know by finding us on iTunes. Just search for the Power Five and subscribe. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. Starting with you, Jamie, look at Michigan's defense. You guys started out... Your second through fourth games, shutouts. You guys look tremendous on defense. Two of the last three weeks, you guys have given up some points. So what does Michigan have to do this week to keep Penn State in check, and what is Michigan's game plan? How will they attack that Penn State offense? Well, I think when you look at it, as Clinton pointed out, Penn State's going to want to run the ball. I mean, but, the, hey, as, as Hackenberg goes, so goes Penn State. One man, that's who we got to stop. We got to get to him, and we got to make him. We got to make him move his feet. We got to make him look over his shoulder. We got to make him do the things that he does. Well, he does not feel comfortable. We got to come after him. We're going to run some zone. You'll see zone blitzes. We, we whereas a couple of weeks ago, as you pointed out, we we were stout in the in the uh, defensive line. We're hurting the defensive line area. We may have to blitz a little bit more. We may have to use use our secondary to get after quick after. Um, Christian Hackenberg. That is the guy we got to get to. That's the guy we need him to look over his shoulder, 
so he doesn't make those key passes down the field and open up that running game. It will hurt us if we allow them to run the ball. So the first thing to do, we're going to stop the run, and then we're going to come after Hackenberg. Quintus, tell me, what does Penn State do this, this weekend, senior day, to put up points on the board to make people, people in those seats happy? It seems Penn State's been hit or miss this year. Hackenberg hasn't had the breakout season that was expected of him as somebody who's supposed to be a number one draft pick. So how, do you, how should Penn State attack this staunch Michigan defense and put points on the board? It's simple. Um, one statement, stretch the field. We absolutely have to stretch the field on Saturday. If we allow them to put seven and eight men up in the box and, and uh, zone blitz, run blitz, and, and do all of the things that puts the defense on the offensive, then it's going to be an extremely long day for us. We've got to stretch the field. We've got to um, watch and, and look for flow out of specific sets. We've got tendencies. Everyone in America knows our tendencies. There has to be a flow from those tendencies, meaning what's next, um, you know, from that from a specific um, set. So when we go wildcat, we've got to do some things that are different um, and not get caught up like we did uh, against Northwestern on third and one. Um, excuse me, fourth and one in, in the Wildcat and run the exact same play that everyone's looking for. So stretching the field is going to be key and the flow out of the specific sets. I, I'm excited to see what the flow will be because we've had the extra week, the down week, if you will, or, or up week, really, opportunity to, to take a look at Michigan's last three games and figure out what we can do, um, especially – you know, Indiana kind of gave us a blueprint. So I'm excited to see how how we use that blueprint. Uh, you know, Michigan's been a scoring machine. I, I believe you guys are averaging well over 30 points a game this season. Um, and we've been shutting teams down to, to less than than 22 points a game this season. So it's going to be an exciting. It's going to be an exciting game. I expect us to to score more points than we have been scoring. Uh, because the Michigan defense is porous and, and the, with missing uh, the, their all-star, Ryan Glasgow, on the defensive line. Well, last week, IU may have given a blueprint offensively, but defensively they did not give any type of blueprint or hint at all, especially with Rudock erupting for over 400 yards passing. So, Jamie, how, how is Michigan going to put points on board this week? How will they attack this, this stout Penn State defense? Well, we've, we've proven what we can do. I mean, what we're going to do is, is – we're going to let the defense dictate what, what, we, what we can do. We want to run the ball. That's, that's Michigan football right there. We want to run right at you. And we're going to come at you, we're going to, we're going to, and we're going to run the ball. Whether you, whether you outnumber us or not, we're going to run the ball. That's the one thing we're going to do. But you know what? The thing about it is if they bring eight, eight nine men in a box, now we're not, we're not crazy. We're going to take that challenge. Our receivers have developed. Jayu Chesson has come along. Uh, Amara Dabo. And we, we have a great tight end in Jake Butt. And then with that, Jake Rudock has come along really well where the coaches, they trust him. They, they, they now trust in what he's doing. So with that being said, they're letting Jake take over the game. And he's done a great job. And Indiana, the Indiana game and the Rutgers game has shown. Now, that's not against, against a great defense. like Indiana does not have a great defense like a Penn State. So it's a great challenge. And we're going to see if Jake can step, step up and get it done. So, Jamie, do you see a little bit more of a 50-50 this week with Michigan, or are they going to 
go attack to the air to set the, the ground game this year. Yeah, year I, yeah, I agree with you. I think you that's what that's what Coach Harbaugh likes to do. He likes to go fifty fifty, uh, more sixty forty. Run the run the pass. But as I IU gave up gave up the, the chunks of yardage, shutting down. They gave us what what they gave us what they wanted to shut down the run. So that being said, we had to take advantage of the pass opportunity, and Jake took advantage of it. So. You know, we're not afraid of throwing the ball. That's what I'm saying to you. We're not a one-dimensional team. We, we like to run the ball. But, if, if, you know, if we're, if we're defense to throw that ball, we're not afraid of it. All right, Quintus, what, how does Penn State shut down Michigan's offense? And what do, what do you think they should focus on? Stop the run game, the pass game? What do you think is more important to shut down against Michigan this week? Well, I uh, you know, the fact that Grudock had a, a breakout game, if you will, the past couple of games and shown that that he can um, put the ball on his receivers and that, that, that Michigan's got receivers that will go get the ball, um, that actually plays um, to a positive for Penn State in my mindset because we know Michigan is a run-first team. They always have been a run-first team. So we'll be locked and loaded on stopping the run, um, you know, linebackers reading their keys and stopping that run. But um, now that, that Michigan has shown that they're, they're unafraid to throw the ball, we have an opportunity to take a look at that and see that on film. And now it's going to be getting off the field on third down, you know, holding the first, first down uh, offensive plays to a very minimum yardage, and then getting off the field on third down. Getting off the field on third down will be the key to Penn State's success in this game against Michigan. All right, fellas, and now we come to one of our new segments, Trash Talk. I know you guys can, I know you guys have done it on the field. I know you guys have probably done playing cards. You're listening to Huddle Pass the official voice of former college athletes. What's going on, America? This is your Gridiron GQ, Brandon Williams, former Wisconsin receiver. If you like college football and you like style, check out my podcast, Gridiron GQ, on iTunes and subscribe to stay up to date on what's really going on inside the huddle this season. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. So, Jamie, I'm going to go with you first. <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. Quintus, I, I, I respect Penn State. I respect the tradition of Penn State. And I, 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 even, like, I even like people from Penn State. But it's, it's going to be, I mean, you know what's up. You're, you're, you're just a step in the way for the ultimate game to happen. So, we're going to come to Penn State, respect the Penn State tradition there. It's going to be a hard-fought game, but you know what's going to be happening. Not Penn State blue. It's all Michigan blue. We're going to rain all over you. I'm sorry, and I, I, I believe in Coach Franklin and what he's doing. I understand what he's trying to do, and he's, I, I think he's doing a pretty good job. And in a, few, in, a few, in a few years, he'll be there. But right now, it's about Michigan. And Penn State, and Penn State's just, they're a stone in the way, and we got to kick them to the side and keep rolling. All right, Quintus, senior day this week, blue on blue. What do you got to say to Michigan? 
Well, senior day always means a lot. That's a little um, extra pep in the step of, of all of the seniors and even the underclassmen wanting the, the players to go out with a victory. Don't you think for a moment that Coach Franklin didn't show um, the onside kick from last year's Michigan-Penn State game that would have given us an opportunity, the, the onside kick that we recovered that would have given us an opportunity to go up and, and, and take that victory home. These kids remember that. Coach is going to make sure that they remember it, that it's fresh in their memory bank, and these guys are going to go out and get the victory. You know, I, I got to tell the truth. I, I wasn't a big uh, trash talker on the football field. It, it was all about the play. You know, I might smile at a guy after I flatten him and, and get up off of him and look him in the eye and smile, and, and that's kind of the Penn State culture. We're not trash talkers. Uh, we're just going to hit you in the mouth, help you off the ground, hit you in the mouth, help you off the ground and smile, hit you in the mouth, help you off the ground in the fourth quarter, shake your hand with laughter and say, great game, guys. Take that L back to Michigan with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now time for my favorite segment, predictions. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. Jamie, start with you. What's the final outcome well, of the game? Listening to Quintus and, and you know thinking about the, the past games and everything. I mean, it's 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 going to be too, too, it's going to be a classic uh, rivalry game. It's going to be a classic game. Team that has the ball last, and you know, you, I, hey, I'm, I'm Michigan blue, and so I'm going to say it's going to be a 28 to 24 Michigan victory. Quentin, what's your final, what's your prediction for this week? That that's you know what, Jamie, I I, I agree. It's going to be classic. I I love the fact that that this is truly a Big Ten rivalry now. There's no doubt. Um, no one can say that Penn State Michigan is not a rivalry game. Um, I'm excited about it. I I, I really think they're going to score um, a few more points. Than, than 28, so I'm going 35-31 Penn State. 35-31, Nittany Lions. 35-31. Well, fellas, one thing I can assure everybody and fans, should be a great game this weekend in Happy Valley noontime on ABC. So for Jamie Morris, for Quintus McDonald, I'm John Knight with Huddle Pass. You've been inside the huddle. Thank you for joining us. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. Get in the huddle at HuddlePass.com and HuddlePassNation.com. You can also subscribe for free to the Huddle Pass Weekly Game Plan and to your program's huddle. Get in the huddle.